Welcome back to another episode of Shutter Count Podcast. This is episode number nine. The title of this podcast is Stay Motivated, uh, which I think it's, uh, it's quite fitting since it's been a while since we've had a podcast episode released. The last episode, of course, was episode number eight, but that was many weeks ago, and I haven't even counted how many weeks it's been. Uh, Steven, Samantha, and myself, we've been in touch uh, since episode eight, but life has just gotten busy. And so that's why I think it's quite fitting and ironic that Stay Motivated was the last episode that we worked on together and that we had talked about and planned to put out uh, the week following uh, the episode eight release. Uh, but life got in the way. Life got busy. I know all three of us got really busy. Um, Stephen and I, we are uh, photographers on the side and, and Samantha is a photographer first. That's what she does full time. Um, but it's just it was just a mixture of family and work life and um, health uh, that has kept us apart, uh, not getting back together to do another episode. Um, we did talk about it and wanting to release one. And, you know, whether I would be free, Samantha would be free or Steve would be free, um, either two or one other um, host was not available. So we then talked about just trying to get out an episode, which would be just a single host, you know, so at least we're putting out some episodes there. And that's what this is. Um, this Even this effort should have been done um, over two weeks ago. Um, but it, with it being a Labor Day weekend, having this Monday off and uh, just really having a little bit more time than usual, I figured, you know, it's a good time to get into it as far as recording uh, my solo episode. Uh, you may hear solo episodes come from uh, Samantha and Steven as well uh, before we all find ourselves back together, schedules all synced up um, on the mics at the same time doing the show. Uh, there are some things that I've done to make it easier, at least for myself personally, to be able to um, get out of podcast. Now, today I happen to be at home recording from my computer desk, um, but I did buy some gear to help me be a little bit more portable. Uh, maybe I'll talk about that in this episode or maybe another episode. I'm not sure. Uh, but this episode, like I said, is about um, staying motivated. Before getting into those details, I'm going to uh, talk about where each of us can be found. Uh, so Stephen Ababio, um, he is found on Instagram at captured by Stephen underscore photography. On Facebook, he can be found at Captured by Stephen Photography, and his site is CapturedbySteven.com. As far as Sam, uh, she has her Instagram, uh, CT underscore photographer, and Facebook, Samantha Annette Photography. As for myself, I used to be found at uh, TeamHallPhoto.com, but if you go there now, you won't see me. Uh, that site, I've actually, that, that, that was a site that I did um, using Squarespace and um, I've actually allowed that site to come down. Um, I think it's momentary. I'm trying to figure out what direction I want to take uh, my photography and, and the site. And so the site is a part of me trying to reimagine myself there. Um, so in the meantime, you can still continue to find me at Team Hall Photo on Instagram. So like I said, this is a very relevant topic um, we had to think about for, well, since it's just me. On this show, um, I'm just going to talk about it from my aspect, and uh, and but it, you know I will talk about some of the conversations that uh, that we had, Sam, Steve, and I. So I know this was a, a episode that Stephen was really getting excited about because you know it, it is hard to like stay motivated because um, him and I are in the same boat. 
as, you know, this not being our full-time job. This is not a day job. This is not how we make uh, the majority of our money. As a matter of fact, if, if probably it's probably true of both him and myself. Um, if, if this had to be the way we were putting food on the table, then those meals would, would be very, <laughs> would be very lean. And uh, this is actually a part of my reimagining, you know, like, what do I want to do with my photography, you know, and, and how, how do I want to take because I went from an uh, I went first, I thought, OK, I wanted to do this full time. And I still feel like it would be great, you know, to be able to do it full time. Uh, but there are a lot of things in my in my day job that I'm also very much uh, wrapped up in and very interested in. Uh, so, you know, it's 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 kind of hard to choose and I don't want to put one down. On my day job, I'm I'm an IT guy, you know. So I I um, my my official title is a pro um what is my official title, <laughs> engineering uh program manager. Titles don't really mean that much to me, but all that means is that I'm I'm a glorified um project manager, uh and and I I lead a lot of IT projects, but in, in the IT projects I lead, you know, I'm very much so wrapped up in and and really interested in seeing those through. So it takes up a lot of my time. Where a lot of times when I'm putting a lot of energy into that, it's hard to find that energy and that creativity for the photography. But I love the photography so much that I don't want to drop it. So I'm trying to figure out, you know, really, how do I stay motivated, you know, with that? You know, how do I keep doing that? And I'm and I feel really excited now because I think I'm coming up in some ways um, of continuing to be excited, you know, about that photography. And I wonder if some of these things might match up with you out there. Just listen to this show, things that you've done um, to stay motivated um, with your creative art, you know, while having to maintain a day job, or maybe it is your day, your day job. But I would think it would be a little different if it is your day job. But because I don't have that experience, I really am not going to try and um, attack it from that angle as if I am an expert because I can only speculate. So when it comes to the photography aspect and um, trying to stay motivated with that, um, a big help for me is the internet. You know what's out there. I, you know I love, uh, I love seeing art, and it's great that um, we can just view art anytime we want on our cell phones, right? And, that, and you know and that's what I do a lot of times when I'm at work, working away, and and say if I have like a little bit of downtime or a break, um, I often open up 500px or Instagram. And I peruse uh, those artists that I'm following, you know, online. And, you know, with this world being so great and, uh, you know, I really feel like there's a movement where we're seeing a lot more creativity. You know, I think that what's happening with social media and what's been happening with um, these services like 500px and Instagram. And I just, there are a few other services out there. I've seen them and I can't really call them to mind right now uh, because I really don't use those services. Some I've touched on a little bit. Um, but I am excited to see that there are more and more places where we can just sit down and, and, and look at somebody's art. And for me, you know, it's it's calming. I love it. You know, I love pulling up a scene um, from some of some people that I've favorited and just looking at how they decide how they have decided to express themselves. And I'm so grateful for that. A lot of times when I go on Instagram or if I'm on 500 PX, I mostly do this on Instagram, but I actually go out there and I thank these artists uh, for having the bravery and taking the time to uh, share what uh, this art that they've created and what's precious to them. Because I really love, uh, I'm, I love black and white photos, but I'm going to talk about like colors because that's what comes to my mind. I love when I see these artists like, you know, they throw these colors together. They build a complimentary scene. A lot of times for me, it's calming and it just it does. It recharges me. It sparks something in me where 
you know, not maybe maybe I want to be a copycat, but, you know, not so much that I want to be a copycat, but I look at it and I say, like, wow, you know, I love what they did. I love how they threw this together. And I want to see, like, could I, can I, you know, build something, put something together that approaches on what they've done. And so it's, it's inspiring. You know, it's really inspiring for me to see these things. Uh, it really does something to my to my brain. It recharges me. Um, and then, you know, it's 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 keeping me motivated because then now I'm looking at um, their art and what they're doing and their skill level. And I'm wondering about myself. Can I approach that? Can I do that? And so now what I have before me is a goal. And that keeps me motivated. Right. Goals are are motivating because you have to actually like, you know, try and find out how you can reach them. And it gives me a little bit of a pursuit. And so I like that. So uh, the next time I have time to uh, pick up my camera or let me not say that, not have time, I will now be making time and planning it out and thinking about it. And maybe now I'm going to Pinterest. Maybe now I'm, I'm going to um, this other uh I talked about this um, modeling app in the past pro photo shoot where I might be looking for someone to work with or those within my own circle that I know that do hair and makeup. If this happens to have been like an art that um, had a model in it and she was made up a certain way, you know, now I'm thinking about who can I reach out to to like start to put this together, man. So I can actually put myself in a in this um, a scenario where I can, you know, shoot this and try and recreate something like this or recreate something that of my own that will give me a similar feeling, not even so much that I'm copying the scene that this artist put out there, but that, you know, I really want to try and see, can I achieve what this person has done? What's motivating when it comes to that, like when you actually take the time to, to try it, to test it out, to see if you can um, hit these goals. And if you hit it or get close or even go beyond that in itself is also motivating because it gives you a sense of pride, a sense of enjoyment and satisfaction, you know, that, wow, you know, I, I, I asked myself, can I? And I actually tried it and I did, you know, and that feels so good. And it's 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 a great shot of endorphins that makes you want to go again. You know, maybe you now start thinking about your own things and trying to be creative on your own, you know, or as you keep perusing um, these the artists and their work online, you see other things that you want to try to make an attempt at. And uh, that in itself is also, you know, it's a motive. It's a motivating thing because it's now it's becomes an ever going chase for improvement, you know, and as humans, you know, we always want to improve. We always want to do better, especially if you are a creative in whatever field you're in, you know, you don't want to be as good as the day you started, you know, you always want to see that growth, you know, and, and, that, and that's also, um, motivating too. Right. Um, and this is a side point that I didn't think of before this, um, but it came to my mind now is when you go and review your past work, you see the images that you produced in the past, you know, and you, and you can actually see the growth. You can you can see how, you know, your composition might have improved. Maybe your editing has improved. Maybe um, how your control of the camera and the images that you're able to produce just overall just ho look a whole lot better. Now you're able to, like, really track that growth and see it, you know, and, and that is, is motivation to keep going. Like, I'm not wasting my time. You know, what I'm doing is actually working and is it's 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 turning into something better and I'm excited to see what tomorrow may bring what the next month what the next year will see me as with my skill level you know that's a really good thing um, and this speaks to uh, personal projects you know so a lot of times when we are chasing these uh, these goals try and see can we reach these uh, next levels uh, certain you know it could be that sometimes you get a job that is very creative you know if this is something you do full-time 
And in that job, you know, this gig that you're taking on, you're you have the challenge of being creative and uh, this is it's a goal that's been set before you, you know, whatever the, the thing is that you have to shoot the subject matter. Um, but a lot of times if you don't have that, getting a personal project also helps you to uh, to chase these goals of getting better and improving. And um, that the personal project itself, thinking about it, planning it and putting it together, as I alluded to before, um, that helps motivate you, because especially if you can't do it by yourself, you're having to pull other people into it. You know, now you have other people that you don't want to let down. And if you're putting together a schedule, you want to be sure to be there and to be dependable, you know, and so that that keeps you in the game, keeps you shooting. Now, there's another thing uh, that keeps me motivated, and I think this one's going to be um, a little easy uh, to talk about um, because it goes more into the, the geek side, <laughs> um, the gear side of things. Um, this is well. Before I get into that gear side, it's a let's talk about the software side, right? Um, and that's also kind of a geek side. Is it's the editing tools, you know? And so um, for me, that's a little bit motivating because I've stepped away from uh, Adobe products. I don't use Adobe Lightroom anymore. I'm not uh, a Photoshop user. I've been toying around with Luminar 2018, and then that I bought, and then I did a trial of Capture One. I'm really excited by Capture One. Um, learning this this new software um, is something that also is motivating because now I want to I can take old photos and I've done that photos that I've edited with Lightroom and Photoshop and then I take them into this new software and, and see what I can do and, and actually what it more so what I more so prefer doing and there's nothing wrong with doing that but what I more so prefer prefer to do is to take new images. I'm always excited to edit, edit something new. So if I have new software that I want to test out, then I'm going to, now I'm going to try and find ways to shoot more. When I did the trial of uh, Capture One, and um, I know I had bought, this is after I bought Luminar 2018. During this trial, I wanted to make sure I had a lot of images to edit so I can um, compare uh, between Luminar 2018 and Capture One to see which ones I preferred, see which ones get me a better result. Um, maybe I'll talk about that, uh, that specifically, but you know, here's a spoiler in the end, I actually prefer, um, capture one. Now the trial at this point, the trial period has um, ran out and I have not bought capture one, but I'm pretty, I'm pretty much hundred percent sure <laughs> that I'm going to go out and buy capture one. Um, but in the meantime, I'm using Luminar 2018 and Luminar I haven't used as long as I've used uh, Photoshop and uh, Lightroom. So it's still fairly new to me. So I'm still learning uh, things with that software, even though I will say I have a preference for for uh, Lightroom over Luminar. I really do. But out of all of those, Capture One really has piqued my interest. I haven't used it long enough to say whether it's number one, but it feels like it will be. Um, but just this whole side of, you know, just experimenting, playing with different software, editing software um, that, you know, that something that gets me motivated. And now, especially at this time where we're hearing all these announcements, I'm going to talk about cameras. We're hearing about all these announcements, you know, of new cameras coming out that can be motivating, but it can also be scary. Like for me, it's kind of scary because I'm thinking about my pockets, you know, thinking about my bank account. Like, wow, you know, these cameras they're it's great in the technology that they're giving us and the technology they're giving us is coming ever and ever cheaper. Uh, these cameras are so good. So I don't want to say like, you know, they cost too much money. 
Um, but you know, at two thousand dollars and three thousand, or th- about thirty five hundred dollars for uh, we're talking about the, the Z six and the Z seven cameras from Nikon. Um, you know, those are exciting to me, and I and I'm a I'm a Nikon shooter. I shoot a um, crop sensor um, uh, uh, DX uh, from Nikon. My camera is a D seventy one hundred. Um, and I'm, I'm excited with what they're doing. I was excited with Sony and I was really excited about that a seven three. And, um, and I, I am still thinking about that a seven three, but now I have this Nikon to think about and look at and, uh, to look at all the, re- uh, look forward to the reviews that are coming out from that Nikon side to look at the reviews that's already come and gone from, uh, for the Sony a seven three. Um, I'm also now excited to see like, what will, uh, Sony counter with, now Canon doesn't want to be left out of this. So a lot of the Canon rumors have been sneaking through now about that camera and that camera, their full frame uh, mirrorless camera is sounding like a, an awesome a bit of innovation as well. And it's also exciting to hear about Panasonic. Panasonic uh, have hearing talks about them trying to get into the full frame market. Uh, that's awesome. You know, and that, that, that for me, I don't really follow the micro four thirds um, rumor sites. Um, but with all this full frame mirrorless talk uh, that bubbled up in my uh, usual feeds and I was able to see that, you know, it was a rumor for a little bit that Panasonic was coming out with a full frame sensor camera. And for me personally, now I know this is bearing off on motivation, but if you can hear, I am motivated. I'm motivated to see like, wow, you know, like I, I would love to buy one of these uh, new cameras coming out already owning Nikon glass. Um, and it kind of makes sense to buy Nikon body, but I'm not hard set, um, in Nikon because, uh, being a crop sensor shooter, I am excited about moving up, uh, to full frame with mirrorless before this. I didn't really care about it so much because I didn't really think that mirrorless was going to give me some, uh, not mirrorless, but a full frame sensor versus a crop one that I already have is giving me that much more for what I shoot. I love portrait photography. Um, so these new bodies and, and listening uh, to the YouTube videos and the podcasts and reading materials, excuse me, of uh, people that's uh, talking about them and have had hands on with them, uh, especially the Nikon cameras. It's exciting and it's motivating. It's motivating uh, in the sense that, you know, what's motivating about a new camera is that once you buy it, once you've purchased it, now you're going to want to find every and anything you can shoot with. And so buying a new camera in itself is, is motivation to get out there. You're not going to spend all that money for nothing, right? It's exciting to get your hands on a gear. I get it, you know, but now you want to test it out and you want to see how it how the new camera compares. And you're going to look at a lot of those new images that you're getting to the ones that you shot before. All right. So that in itself is, 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 is motivating. The other thing along this whole, um, gear topic is, uh, new lighting equipment. I know I recently, um, bought, bought some, uh, new, uh, lighting gear and that, that was, uh, you know, that was motivating for me because at the same time, just like any camera gear, just like any editing software, you want to get, uh, the opportunity to take some images, right? You want to get the opportunity to get some new photographs so you could sit down and do some pixel peeping and, and see what uh, things look like with this gear. What has it done for you, right? Do some A and B testing. Um, and that, that keeps you motivated, but that's an expensive way to stay motivated, right? So I will say that I don't recommend this gear acquisition syndrome as a way of keeping you in the game, as a way of keeping you interested in photography, right? I mean, maybe if you want to build a tech channel and be a tech guy, 
then yeah, there's no way around it. But if we're talking about pure photography and staying motivated to be a creative and to create an art, I would think that there should be some better ways out there, right, to stay um, to stay motivated. So um, we can uh, we, we can move on from that. And I know the other thing that gets me excited is knowing that I have um, a gig or a job coming up. And if the gig is asking for something that I haven't done before, then I'm motivated to shoot. I'm motivated to practice. I'm motivated to try and put myself in scenarios that's going to prepare me, uh, to best prepare me for being able to take on that job and to do a good job at it. So I know I'm, I'm going to be second shooting a wedding coming up. I've done that a few times, so I feel very comfortable with that. You know what I'm going to say? A gig that has you doing something new, right? Because that just came to my mind. Since I am uh, second shooting a wedding, I've second shot uh, already before um, plenty of times, and I feel very comfortable with it. I don't really feel motivated to get out and, you know, just shoot uh, or take photos of people now, you know? I don't feel that motivation because it's not brand new, but... I have been talking to a uh, designer around here in Charlotte, and we've been talking about doing some work together. And we've been talking about coming up with some photo shoot ideas with clothes that do not involve humans, you know, putting. uh, And so that to me, that's not something that's something I've seen done before plenty of times on Instagram. So this is nothing brand new, but it's brand new to me. I've never like, you know, had to think about too long or too much about you know, hanging clothes on certain objects, on certain hangers in a certain way with certain backgrounds uh, laid on the ground in certain different in different ways. So this is something that I'm actually um, starting to think about. I'm going to experiment with um, right after I finish this podcast, actually. So that's so that's motivating. And I'm excited to get into that because it's brand new for me, you know. And, you know, to be honest, it is not the thing that I think of shooting when I think about getting behind a camera, I love working with people. I love working with models and I love fashion. So I do like how clothes, um, hang and look, but I like how they hang and look on people when people are posing in them, not so much without the people. Um, but since this is something that I've never really took a whole lot of time to think about before it's new. And in the fact that it's new, then it does have that bit of excitement and it is going to get me, um, clicking the shutter a few times and playing around with light and playing around with different props and, you know, seeing what I can get. So, um, I, I like that. So a new gig, um, having something new in front of you is, is really motivating. Now I've talked about all of these positive things, right? All these things that can uh, get you, uh, wanting to pick up the camera, get out your lighting gear, you know, get outside or, or even like, you know, pull up in your home studio if you have one, you know, to get playing around. Um, but you know, in life, when it comes to things that you want to do, it's not so much about how do you find the positive things and start heading in that direction. But it's also about how do you mitigate the negative things? You know, how do you navigate those waters and get around those obstacles? Those things that are going to stop you from doing what you want to do. And so in photography, like anything else, there are those obstacles that will often keep us away, keep the camera out of our hands. And uh, one of those things I was thinking about is when you have to do something that you don't want to do, just got done talking about, you know, something new and interesting, right? Like if you had a new gig in front of you, but what if it's something that, (laughs) that is, you don't like it, you know, that, that you're not motivated for it. So that, so me, uh, not having photography as my day job and as my full-time job, and it's not the thing that puts food on my table since that's not true for me. Um, this pressure of having a job or a gig in front of me, uh, that, um, 
is going to be something that I don't enjoy. That that's not uh, that's not a fear for me. You know, I simply can just say no and not do it. Uh, for others, maybe you don't feel like you're at a point yet where you uh, you're comfortable enough to turn down. You know, punt these jobs, and you know you actually may need it to pay the bills. Um, getting around that one, <laughs> that's. Uh, that, that's that's kind of hard. And I don't think that um, I think I actually would say that Samantha would be uh, the best person to uh, come in on that. So if Sam was on the show t- uh, on this one, I would have her feel uh, speak to speak to that in full. But I'll just touch on it. And just just to say that um, I know if it's something ahead of me, like in, uh, in my day job, I.T. or even again with this podcast or or photography that. I know I just want to, I want, it's in standing in a way, the thing I don't want to do is standing in a way of something I want to do. I think about the goal beyond the negative thing. And I, and I think about the necessity of that, of having to do that thing. And as that in itself can help to give me the motivation, you know, to just get up and do it, just to get up and go, just to work, just to, you know, power through the thing that is less enjoyable so you can get to um, what is uh, more enjoyable. Right. Um, but in, uh, an aspect of that, maybe there are like little ways around it. Let's say you don't like let's say you love shooting, but you don't like editing. Right. But you can't get more jobs to shoot or more gigs to shoot if you just shoot and let those files die on your memory card. <laughs> you know, it, it's not going to work. Uh, the simple solution around the editing is um, you can hire somebody to do that. You don't have to be um, a one man shop. You know, you can. Uh, work that into the price of your photography as well. If you're thinking, hey, this is an expense you don't want to have to pay. Well, you know, reflect it in your in your pricing so you can continue to survive as a full time photographer. And, you know, there are a lot of uh, there are a lot of photographers out here that do that. Some very well known and successful photographers that just like working with the subject, setting up the scene, but not being there to have to edit the photos. And, you know, so that so that's perfectly normal and has happened before plenty of times and continues to happen to this day. Um, the other thing that I've done, and I can speak to this is, uh, if there's something that I don't want to do in photography. So when I first started, when I first started out, I was doing like a, a a lot of, um, images that I really didn't know whether I would enjoy it or not, but you know, I had to try, I had to taste it and see if I was going to like it. Uh, some of those things are family photography, uh, being a, uh, primary shooter at a wedding. I don't mind being a secondary second shooter, but the first shooter is not something I want. And then group photography, those really aren't my strengths and they're not my strengths. And I feel because uh, maybe maybe I don't enjoy them because they're not my strength or maybe just because I don't enjoy them. They have not become my strength. I don't know which way it's a chicken and egg scenario, Um, but I know that these aren't really things that I enjoy doing. So I don't chase them. And when I was doing a lot of those before, it really did make it that I did not enjoy photography. I started thinking, like, do I really like taking pictures? I mean, is this something I want to continue to do? I started questioning that because um, I was picking up so many gigs. I was just involved with, you know, wedding photography, family photos, you know, group photos. And I, and I don't like I don't like those things. Now, when I found myself uh, just staying with a one on one, you know, I, I, group photos, Portrait photography, when it comes to like, say, up to two to three models at a time, I'm okay with that. Right. And I'm going to say, like, maybe it is, yes, because I am not the best at trying to control uh, that scene when it's when we go beyond three people. 
Um, but I also enjoy keeping it smaller. I enjoy working with a smaller group. I really enjoy that one-on-one, um, me and a, and a model or, or, you know, that's the subject, the one subject trying to put, put, um, him or her in a scene and think about it. Like in thinking about those things, that, that is, you know, where my, my interest lies or my love. So how do you remove the obstacles of, uh, feeling unmotivated when you have to, uh, shoot something that you don't want to shoot or you simply just choose not to shoot those things that you really uh, don't get excited about. And when you make way and make room uh, for the things that you do get excited about, uh, then you can stay motivated. Now, this is that advice is good for me, because as I said before, you know, photography is not my full time gig. Maybe you can't always say that um, if it is, um, but uh, it's it. But if you can, well, I'm sure that if you cannot at this time, you're working uh, to a point where you can get to that point where you're only uh, where you're marketing yourself for those jobs that you do want to do and and staying um, busy in those avenues. And uh, so you can uh, pick up more clients that will give you the opportunity to uh, shoot those things that you do enjoy. Um, I think how you do that is, is probably well, that's a topic for like a, another pi- another time, another episode. Um, OK, so. So the great thing, the great thing about it is that a momentary, um, momentary lapse in motivation or maybe even feeling uh, this uh, disinterested in certain avenues of photography or uh, the great thing is that this uh, low motivation isn't um, it isn't always going to be there. You know, there are going to be ways uh, there are ways around it. You will see times again where you are motivated to, to you know, to do great things and to create again. And uh, applying some of these things uh, that I've talked spoken about um, can help you uh, get back uh, to being motivated again, uh, get you back out there shooting. You know, um, I for me again, as I said, you know, if if I uh, keep uh, interesting projects ahead of me, uh, keep looking at great uh, arts works of art by other creatives, and keeping in mind, you know, maybe even. Uh, keeping the opportunities open to be able to work with uh, new things and new avenues. Uh, you know, these things keep me motivated and uh, looking forward to uh, picking up the camera again and to get creating and to get editing. Uh, so hopefully hopefully for you, um, you continue, if you're listening to this, uh, you continue to uh, apply some of these things and, you know, get yourself uh, in on, on some interesting projects. The best way to make sure that you are um, going to be able to capture something and to take advantage of it when your motivation uh, does kick back up or uh, to keep you active and shooting is to keep your camera on you. So that's another thing that I do now. So there, I just came through a period of time. And so this kind of coincided with the podcast um, episodes not having been recorded when I when I talked about earlier in this podcast about like not having a whole lot of time. So when I didn't have a whole lot of time for the podcast, I also did not have a lot of time for photography. So uh, this creative side in my life kind of like reached a little bit of a lull, like a low point. Um, But to help me continue to get out of it, uh, what I had to do was keep my camera with me. Even if I didn't have any plans to shoot anything, I didn't know what I was going to be photographing. Even if I did not have that motivation, I picked up my camera and I brought it with me. I kept it uh, so that if I if it did hit me, then I I had my camera with me. Now, that's not important for everybody because some people 
um, they can pick up their cell phone and, you know, they get that sort of, you know, hit of, oh, you know, great. I was glad I was able to create something because they were to use their cell phone. Uh, for me, every so once in a while, I'll do that. I am personally not excited about taking, uh, capturing images with my cell phone. Maybe if I had a better phone. I don't have an iPhone. I have, <laughs> well, I'm not going to say what phone I have. I don't want to uh, uh, put any supposed hate on that on that manufacturer. But I don't, it's not a premium phone, so I don't think the camera on that phone is the best. So I'm not excited about shooting images with it. So that's why I have to keep my camera with me. Um, a lot of times I'm holding my camera in my hand, uh, every so once in a while at work, instead of, uh, going for a full out lunch, uh, a lot of times I'll just go for a walk uh, around where I work. There's, there's some like good places to go and, uh, sometimes some good scenery. Again, I'm, uh, like I said, I love shooting portraits. So, I, and I'm not really a street photographer, but every so once in a while I can see a scene in nature or a landscape that makes me want to take a picture of it. Or sometimes the sky just looks awesome. Now, one of these walks, uh, there's a there's a store owner um, that I sometimes will go and see. And so on one of these walks I went on, you know, I went to go um, see him. His name is uh, Stan. He uh, operates Straight Stitch and Co. in Charlotte. And uh, I stopped by there and, we you know, just stopped up, stopped by for a chat a little bit. I ate lunch, actually, um, and then went and talked to him for a little bit and, and made plans to come back later on that evening after work. And so I was glad I had my camera with me um, because, you know, I had talked talked about shooting uh, his shop in the past and, you know, just kind of capturing him working and and seeing how his staff, you know, builds to get uh, puts together the clothing, the, the jeans. They do custom jeans. So put to together the jeans that they work on. Um, I always wanted to do that. And I would not have done that that day if I left my camera at home. But thankfully, I had my camera with me. So um, later on that day, after going back to the office, uh, I took my camera back with me after I was done, done with work and went back out there, sat and talked some more. But after we were done talking, I just got to shooting, got to shooting like uh, the rolls of material that they have out there, the old machines, that they, the sewing machines that they have out there that they use. And um, some of uh, his staff members um, as they were working and building some of their uh, some of their products. And so I think that's also another good tip, you know, of um, how to get motivated, you know, um, and it, it's even so even me at that point, I wasn't motivated to shoot. I, I didn't go out there thinking, hey, I want to shoot today. Um, Stan is a he's become a buddy of mine. And, you know, we just kind of like talking. But, you know, since we had gotten into talking about photography and um, talking about products, talking about being creative and doing your own thing as a, as a entrepreneur, you know, that conversation got me excited and, you know, and it got me, uh, and I just out the blue said, Hey, you know, I'll bring my camera back and, you know, I'll take some images today, you know, and, and, you know, you just got, you have to be ready. I think, um, you, I think more important than staying motivated is to stay ready. And it's to be in a mindset to do something great and, and to create because the motivation is not always going to be there. Um, I, I think it the way you think about this depends on if you want this to be just a side thing that um, it's just always going to remain in the realm of being a hobby. Never something that you're going to make money on. Um, or if it is something that you would like to be a side gig one day or if you want it to be your main thing. I think if you're in the other two categories, even if you're a certain hobbyist that just wants to create a lot of work, then this is even for you. Instead of 
not doing something because you're not motivated, I think you have to be ready to create. You have to always be ready to work. Out of everything else I said, I think it's good just to be ready because it's great to look at um, other works of art to stay motivated, but then even that itself can become a trap. You can come become trapped in just being a consumer, just always looking for you know, other people's works of art instead of thinking about creating your own. But if you at least keep the, the gear with you, the equipment with you, and have the mindset to stay ready and be ready to shoot something, then I think that that motivation will find you ready. You know, once you get into um, making it happen, making it work, and starting to uh, get some thought behind and the actions behind creating, you know, a lot of times that motivation will find you when you're in the middle of actually moving, moving forward and doing something great. So, so this was episode nine. Uh, there will be an episode 10, 11, 12, 13, and so on. We have not given up on the Shutter Count podcast. This is something that we truly want to do. Um, we're going to get some future episodes uh, that will have all of us back on uh, together hosting. Uh, this one, again, is just a, just a solo one. Uh, you may hear more solo episodes um, before we get the, the gang all back together. Um, but that's okay. Hopefully you enjoyed this uh, episode. Uh, I know it's a, I love it a lot better when, you know, I have uh, Steven and Sam here to, you know, trade off of. Um, so I'm looking forward to, like, having them back with me. Uh, but, uh, yes, keep listening. Keep listening for those uh, future episodes. And, uh keep shooting.